Are you a business owner or entrepreneur who's had great success in the business world? And now you want to launch a speaking career to share your message with the world. If that's you, then listen up. 25-year speaking industry veteran Brett Ridgway has released his latest special report, Three Key Things Entrepreneurs Must Master to Build a Profitable Speaking Business. To pick up your copy, go to brettridgeway.com forward slash freebie. Welcome to the Spotlight on Speaking Show with Brett Ridgway, where you'll learn the keys to building a profitable speaking business from speaking industry pros. Each week, we interview a great guest who will share his or her speaking journey, identify what their keys to success have been, and highlight some critical mistakes they've made along the way that you'll want to avoid. Be sure to visit our website at spotlightonspeaking.com. And while you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, sit back, tune in, and get ready to meet this week's guest. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Spotlight on Speaking show. I am your host, Brett Ridgway, and I'm excited to have as my guest today, Paloma Berchi. Paloma has been a professional animal communicator for over 20 years. She's helped thousands of people understand their animal companion better. She's spoken at different events all around the world over the last 20 years. She is also a host of the podcast, Understanding Animal. Welcome, Paloma, to the Spotlight on Speaking show. Thank you for having me. So my first question typically, Paloma, is and now you're 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 a speaker in a whole different realm than I've interviewed on the show previously. So I don't know where all this will go, but we'll go with the flow. So how did you get involved in your field in the first place? And when did you start speaking about it? Well, I got involved in animal communication when actually a horse talked to me. Back then, I had no idea the horse actually talked to me. I just knew something very strange had happened. And I talked to different people back then. And I was in an email group. You know, back then, there wasn't any social media or anything like that. We had email groups. So it was about um, natural horsemanship. And I talked about what had happened with this horse and some people said, well, the horse communicated with you. That was animal communication. And I got, I mean, really excited about it. And I had to know more about it. And I investigated. And I came across Penelope Smith and learned from her how to communicate with animals. And then, obviously, I had to go out to the world. So how best to do that than speaking? <laughs> So I started to offer, you know, speaking gigs. I was, I, I contacted dog clubs and, um, you know, clubs about different types of animals and told them that I was, I, I speak with animals. Now, back then, over 20 years ago, it was a little bit of a, yeah, strange thing to do, really. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, basically, that's how I got started. And to my surprise, people were very, very, very interested and very curious about learning about animal communication. 
So you have a very specialized subject, Paloma. So what has been your most effective tool for getting those speaking engagements? Just talk to people. <laughs> I mean, are, are you reaching out to, you mentioned dog clubs or something, but are you reaching out to animal groups in some way? Are you doing it online, offline? I mean, what tools are working for you these days? Well, nowadays I, I'm doing it online. Uh, I, you know, I'm on social media. I guess like everybody else is or most people. But back then I just talked to people and it was more a mouse to mouse thing, you know. Mm -hmm. Somebody said, well, I know this person who does that and that. And that's really how I built up my network. So when you do these speaking engagements, are you going in as what we would call a keynote speaker and they're paying you a fee or are you just doing it out of the love of animals and wanting to share are you selling something from the platform i mean how do you classify yourself as a speaker how are you generating revenue from your speaking engagements well usually when i speak i offer something at the end like either um a freebie where people can sign up to or sometimes i have also sold courses okay. so yeah. All right. So when you go into a speaking engagement, do you have a typical length of speech that you deliver or do you have you built it modularly so that you can add or subtract if necessary based on the time frame that you're given? Well, usually it's around 45 minutes to an hour. Okay. Usually it's about 40, 45 minutes me speaking, and then 15 minutes questions, something around that. So how do you do things differently if it's a virtual event compared to if it's an in-person event? Well, when it's in-person event, it's kind of easier because you actually see the people's faces. Or for me, it is easier. I see the people's faces. If it's virtual, it's just you talking to a camera, really. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I I do engage with my audience if it's virtual. So I ask questions. I think that is very important to keep your audience engaged. Ask engaging questions so that people can feel they can feel you better when you engage with them and you can feel the audience better when you engage with them if you if it's in person then then you look at them and they look at you and there is this magic that happens i call it when you know perfectly that you have the audience and one of my animal mentors once told me you have to get the people laughing within the first two minutes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so how do you measure the success of a speech? Well, when I do in-person speaking and people don't want to leave at the end, then I know it was a good speech. <laughs> About how about in the virtual world then? Well, in the virtual world, I think it's it it's I measure it 
with the chat, with, you know, with the reactions that I get in the chat, mm -hmm. the questions that I get, get the engagement, how, how engaged is the audience and the comments at the end. And obviously, do the people engage with you further after the speech? So what do you do in terms of follow-up to people that have connected with you at the event? Do you have a formal follow-up system that can help you get more speaking engagements? I mean, how do, how do you follow up from an event? Well, I have my newsletter that people, you know, when they get the freebie, then they come automatically onto my newsletter and they get a newsletter every week from me so that we keep connected and also i i talk to the person that um has booked me for a speech you know maybe you know somebody else mm -hmm. that where i could go and speak so yeah so if you were to give advice to a new speaker and given the specialized nature of your topic, what are your maybe two or three greatest tips to be more successful as a speaker for somebody just up and coming in the business? Well, I think the most important thing is be authentic. Authenticity is so important. People notice that. People notice if you are just playing a role or if it's you. I think that's really very, very, very important. And then engage with the audience and get them to laugh within the first two minutes. <laughs> so how do you get them to laugh within the first two minutes? Well, you can either tell a story that has happened to you that maybe was embarrassing. <laughs> People usually laugh. Or you can tell sort of a joke in uh, be humorous in some kind of way. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And I can remember that was the tip that gave to me and my animal mentor when I had a speech about a topic for me was very difficult back then. And it was animals in the last journey. Now get people to laugh on that subject, animals in the last journey. Mm. <laughs> but I did it. <laughs> and it was a really good speech. So we all know that storytelling is critically important to you know building a successful speech. How does one determine which stories they should include and how do they measure if that story has truly been as impactful as they want it to be? I think a story should always be emotional. It should touch you emotionally. And if it touches you emotionally, you can tell it in an emotional way. That will touch your audience emotionally as well. I think emotional stories are good. No matter what kind of emotion they trigger in you. All right, I have a couple other questions I want to ask you, Paloma, but before we do, let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsor. 
Are you a business owner or entrepreneur who's had great success in the business world? And now you want to launch a speaking career to share your message with the world. If that's you, then listen up. 25-year speaking industry veteran Brett Ridgway has released his latest special report, Three Key Things Entrepreneurs Must Master to Build a Profitable Speaking Business. To pick up your copy, go to breadridgeway.com forward slash freebie. And we are back with the Spot on a Speaking Show. My guest in this episode is Paloma Birchie, an animal communicator, which is something that I have never had on the show before. So I'm excited to have you here. So now, now one of my favorite questions to ask my guest Paloma is, okay, bear your soul a little bit here and maybe share an embarrassing moment from your speaking career where it was embarrassing at the time, but it was a valuable lesson learned for you and something that you would highly advise an aspiring speaker not to do. <laughs> okay. So when I do my speaking gigs, if they are in person, I always take my dogs. I mean, my dogs come with me wherever I go. You don't haul a horse I around? <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, so I had my dog, Tony, with me. And he started to just walk into the audience. You know, I, I didn't have him on a leash. I, I didn't have him tied up or anything. He was just with me, sitting next to me. And all of a sudden, he got up, walked into the audience and started to say hello to people. <laughs> I lost my audience. <laughs> my dog had my audience. <laughs> so how do, how do you control that in the future? Well, um, I actually uh, tried to get have my dog with me. You know, I didn't leave him again walking around. You know, I, I put him on the leash so that he was with me. He kept stayed with me. But um, yeah, I mean that was that was something. <laughs> Fortunately, I got my dog back and the audience. Well, that is very important. Well, the dog is just helping build rapport, apparently. So, oh, definitely, yes, yes, yes. Everybody was talking about the doggy going into the audience afterwards. Nobody was talking about the speech. <laughs> Somebody's got to be the star of the show. Right. All right. And now, Paloma, I'd like if you would like to take a couple minutes and tell people a little bit more about what it is that you do specifically and how they can get involved in your world if they so choose. Well, as you already said, I'm an animal, an animal communicator and I help people understand their animal companion better. So whenever somebody wants to know more about their animal, maybe why they are behaving in a way that they are behaving or... They want to understand more about things um, about their animal, then they can contact me. And my website is speciespace.com. So that's S-P-E-C-I-E-S-S-P-A-C-E.com. And we'll make sure that appears in the show notes down below. Great. So I want to thank you, Paloma, so much for joining me today. As always, thank you, everybody out there for listening in today. And if you haven't been to SpotlightOnSpeaking.com, please do so and register with your favorite service to be notified of upcoming episodes. And as always, I wish you the greatest of success in all that you do. Take care.
This has been the Spotlight on Speaking Show with Brett Ridgway. Be sure to join us every week as we interview speaking industry pros and have them share their best tips for building a profitable speaking business. Until next week, thank you for tuning in. And remember to visit our website at SpotlightOnSpeaking.com so you can enjoy even more great episodes like this one. While you're here, be sure to subscribe via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Spotlight on Speaking Show. Until then, our sincere best wishes to you for the greatest of success as you work to build your own profitable speaking business. Music